You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hi, Natalie, and welcome to the TV Tangents podcast. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to the Zoom TV Tangents podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're still Zooming. We're still in the computers. Yes. And can't reach out and touch someone. So we've been watching a show today, particularly. We've been watching The Twilight Zone. Not all of them, like some people wanted us to. Yeah. That's fine. So we decided we, we were only going to watch a few because the Twilight Zone's not like a, this is the story you're following for five years. Yeah. Everything's individual. Yes. There's, it, yeah. There's no storyline. It's right. all a bunch of them. So we didn't feel like we could do it justice to do a comprehensive episode exactly. of the Twilight Zone. Have you ever noticed how much I use my hands when I am talking, not in person, but on the Zoom? I haven't noticed that before. I bet when I start to get to talking, I do it too, because I was always taught that when I worked in security purposes, you're supposed to talk with your hands because it's like a defense mechanism in case oh. somebody comes at you. Hey, so you maybe that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Maybe I think you're going to come at me. I just, I'm realized come at you. <laughs> I just realized the last time we were recording, I was like, why do I do this all the time? <laughs> I like it. I do too, though. Like, and sometimes I'll be like, I just, I always think, I wonder what she's thinking of me when I do weird stuff like that, but you're probably used to it. Yep. I am. Okay. So back to the Twilight Zone, we each selected two episodes, um, that we wanted to talk about on the show today. And I don't know what you based your episodes on, but I chose the one that scared me out of my pants when I was a child. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I chose one that I read um, in school as a child. I read it as a short story. Okay. How'd you choose your... Well, I remembered uh, something when we talked about wanting to do the Twilight Zone. The memory I had of the thing that scared me to my very core turned out to be a Twilight Zone movie from the 80s. My sister had Mm -hmm. to let me know. I texted her one sentence... And said, do you remember us watching something as a kid where this happened? And she immediately knew what I was talking about and said, oh, yeah, that was the movie. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. And so I actually just kind of went to, I like Googled Twilight Zone and I was like looking at some random stuff and there was like pictures of episodes and I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me, let me like look at this. And I don't know if I remember or if I'd watched this one, but one of them caught my eye um i was going through the netflix to look at these episodes that we watched and i was like oh that one sounds good oh that one sounds good oh i should watch that too so Mm. true it was hard to pick two so why don't we go why don't we talk about your first choice um of episodes of the twilight zone okay now these are these are the old black and white twilight zones that we're watching on the hulu we watched these on the hulu and it's the old episodes and it looked like there were five seasons but on the hulu you could either watch season one two three or five so i'm not sure oh, really four on there but it just so happens the episodes we picked were all in the seasons we could watch so mm-hmm. um the one that intrigued me was called death's head revisited and the premise of this episode was that a uh soldier that was responsible for uh 
being in charge of a concentration camp in Germany during the Holocaust, goes back to visit and ends up like getting, you know, ends up seeing ghosts of people who had died there. So I was very intrigued. He shows up at the hotel and it turns out to be 17 years later, I guess is what they had said at some point. And the lady in the hotel recognized this man who, by the way, changed his name. And he's like, Oh yeah. What was the name of the camp that was here? Or he, he, he made her say it. It was very strange. Mm -hmm. The beginning was very strange. So weird and creepy. And I was like, why is this guy so happy to reminisce about killing people? Oh my God. It was so creepy. He did. He got there. He got, he gets his hotel, asks if that's it up on the, he's looking out the window. Is that it up on the hill? And she's like, we wish it was burnt down or whatever. And he look and he mean mugs her and then walks off. And I'm like, first of all, dude, then he Mm. shows up up there. And you know, of course it's an abandoned concentration camp. And he gets in and he starts, yeah, he's like happily reminiscing, seeing people hanging, seeing people in the the barracks or whatever you would call it, and torturing people and all this. And I was like, yeah, this is a sadi- as sadistic as I was expecting something about this to be. So I was like, okay, yeah. this is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And then uh, one of the men who had been in the camp- concentration camp comes out and starts talking to him and he's still in his stripes and everything. And the guy, Mr. Schmidt is what he's changed his name to. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he's like, Oh, what have you been up to? Like, mm-hmm. like they're just visiting old friends. He doesn't even right. realize I'm, you know, it takes him a few minutes to go, Oh, wait a minute. I killed you. Why are you even here? Well, and he's like, are you the caretaker? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm the caretaker. Right. right. And it was so creepy. Like, obviously, we knew right away that this guy was dead. But, like, it was very, very bizarre. So, we, he's, he tells him he needs to go into this uh, one of the housing areas or whatever for his trial. Mm-hmm. And the and he's just all mad he still doesn't get it and he ends up in this room and then there are multiple souls there and he freaks out tries to get out they start reading off indictments um of the fact that he was responsible for uh what they say murder was one and then torturing and then medical experiments on women and children uh very many things that we've all come to learn that were part of the holocaust and he basically kind of goes crazy. He's, you know, he has like a breakdown yeah. and comes to, and then the soul, most of the souls are gone and just the original caretaker guy is there. And that's kind of when he realizes he's like, I killed you once or whatever. And he's like, you did kill me. And he said, he, you know, and then he realizes what's going on. And the whole thing was very disturbing. So I was kind of like, this is an interesting one for sure. Um, yeah, it was. I was like, why'd you make me watch this, Natalie? (laughs) (laughs) But he got, he got his, I, not fully what he deserved in the end, but he Mm. had like a mental breakdown. They had to take him out of the camp like the doctor did. And I I found it interesting because it is a half hour show in the uh, 50s or 60s. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they had to quickly 
ascertain that he had lost his mind. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, there's nothing physically wrong with him. He has just had a mental breakdown. Like, right. really, he doesn't have like anything internal or anything. You're just gonna, no. you're just gonna determine that it's fine. We'll just take you it have to it. suspend disbelief a little more in the early days of television. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting, and it is fast because they have to wrap up the whole storyline fast. So it went yeah. pretty quickly, and um, I just found it super, yeah, super interesting. And it was one of those where, like, and he did come back at one point. He was trying to apologize and say, we did what we were told, and I was following orders. Um, and Yeah, but he soul- didn't seem like one of those guys. He's, he was a guy who, who enjoyed right. it very much. Yeah, and the gentleman who, the soul, who said he was the caretaker – basically called him out on it too. Cause he was like, you, that's what you're saying. That's you're saying you were carrying out orders. No, you were, cause he's like, you were a soldier or whatever. And he's like, I was not, I, I, then he tried to play it off. I'm like, dude, we just saw you. Right. Like, almost, like giddy about seeing people. Yeah. Hang. Like he, like, yeah, he was walking through the camp and he's like, Oh, that's where I hung people. Oh, mm-hmm. how nice. It was, so it was just creepy. Um, Mr. Schmidt is played by, Oscar Beregi, I don't know if I'm, I'm probably butchering his name, um, but do you recognize him from the monkeys? Okay. I mean, he was in a lot of stuff. Right. So I knew I recognized him and I couldn't remember from where, but speaking of the monkeys, Davy's grandpa is in the episode. He is? Yeah. He was at the doctor at the end. Oh my goodness, you're it was, right. It was Ben Wright. Right away, I was like, oh, that's Davy's grandpa. That's funny. Not Davy's real grandpa, but he played no. Davy's grandpa once in the show. That's funny. I didn't recognize him. Well, this guy who played Mr. Schmidt, he was the count in The Prince and the Poppers, uh, where Davy had a doppelganger, and he was oh trying to kill Davy's doppelganger. Oh I had to Google it because I kept looking at him going... I know him. First of all, he 100% had to have been on Hogan's Heroes, which he was. Oh. Like, not as a regular. But he was on That's a lot of interesting. interesting. And he was in My Fair Lady. Hmm. But yeah, yeah I, I knew he seemed familiar, and I did not, for whatever reason, it wasn't familiar enough, and I did not Google him. I was like, oh, da-da-da-da-da. He was a great character actor who could creep you out. Yeah, he, he did this he did this uh, part very well, and this episode was yeah was very interesting to me. I'm glad I'm glad it wasn't overly. I mean, it was very sadistic and very creepy and like very haunting. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like it didn't scare me to the you know to my core. Like I thought if we were watching these episodes, I would be. But the, it was very haunting and disturbing because of the premise of the show. Yes. So, but it was it was also on TV. And yeah. you had to really know what we had to know the history of the Holocaust to be really creeped out by it. I think true, true. I do have Would, to mention too that the Twilight Zone, when you fart, start start to watch it on the Hulu, um, it says that it's rated fourteen, which I don't know what that means. Except that underneath it says because of fear and smoking. That's why it's rated <laughs> fear and smoking. Fear, comma smoking. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I had to wrote that down because I was like, huh, interesting. That's funny because we were just watching um, Star Wars: A New Hope on Mother's Day because that was my Mother's Day gift. Um, is that I got a veggie burger and we got to watch A New Hope, and it was we. I mean, we own it, but we brought it up on our Disney app and it said rated whatever for violence and smoking and or no 
<laughs> it was violence and tobacco use. And I was like, mm. I know you've never seen Star Wars, True. but they don't like smoke cigarettes in Star Wars. They smoke like, they look like hookahs or vape pens and stuff oh, like that. I was like, nice. oh, okay. <laughs> so it's it rated, rated for that. Ratings are funny these days. They are. They are. They are. One of the two episodes that I chose was The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. Mm-hmm. And the reason I chose this one is because when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, we read this as a short story. Oh. And then later on, um, I discovered that it had also been done as a radio drama. And it's one of the more popular Twilight Zone episodes. Mm-hmm. So... I already knew the story before I saw it in reruns or whatever on TV later on. Um, And this is where it's a suburban neighborhood Mm -hmm. and all the neighbors know each other because it's 1960 and there's a light in the sky and everybody looks up at the sky and they don't know what's going on. And then all of the power starts going out everywhere. The phones go out, the cars won't start. The lights go off, and so everybody's coming out of their houses, and they're like, oh, no, what's going on? I do find that interesting that, like, it, you know, it started with, like, the power was out, the mm-hmm. woman was on her phone, so everybody starts coming. It's the middle of the day. I mean, it's sunny out. People were mowing, I think, or maybe the one guy was using a power tool. Of course, it had no power, but everybody, like, came out into the street instantly to freak out. And I just think, is that what people did in 1960? Because now, if we have a power outage... You might call your neighbors, but you, well, you get online and you're like, is there a power outage in my neighborhood? Um, but you don't, everybody doesn't run out into the street freaking out. Yeah, like, but in this case, everything was turned off. Like, even the phone, which is yeah, not electric. So, that's true. the lady was trying to call. The cars aren't hooked up to the electricity. Yeah, so. once, the, once the cars happened, I could, I could yeah. see. I was like, okay, okay, that's weird. And the one neighbor was like, I'm going to go over to, I think it was Floral Street or whatever, mm-hmm. and see if they have power over there. Yeah. Which actually is, like, the most significant part that I remember from reading it in, like, fourth or fifth grade or whatever, was him going over to Floral Street for some reason. Yeah. And were they, the rest of the guys, before the teenagers stopped them, they were going to go into town? Is that, was that? Yeah, they were going to okay. go walk downtown. Because walk first they were going to drive downtown, but the car wouldn't start. So they were going to walk downtown. And the main guy is Claude Akins, who uh, was an actor in a lot of stuff. And um, but his friend Charlie, aka Max Kellerman. Yes, I, I yes Jack Weston, <laughs> Max Kellerman from Dirty Dancing. I was like, is she gonna recognize him? I know she's gonna recognize him. That was instant. That was literally instant. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him in anything else. It was funny to see I haven't, him. And I haven't either, but yet it, these episodes of, so even in this episode, there was a lady with just dark hair, one of the neighbors, who's in a ton of things. Yeah. And I, and I didn't think to look her up because I was like, should I look up the, I guess I could have just looked up the cast of that episode. Um, but she's in stuff. And there were a mm-hmm. few people, I'm like, do I recognize that person? Do I recognize that person? And I, but, you know, Max Kellerman was like, bam. Max Kellerman, yes. Um, Barry Atwater also plays Les, the guy that they originally accused of being an alien. Because there's this kid, Tommy, who, you know, everybody's like, Tommy was creepy. Yeah, 
Oh, he was. And Tommy's like, I read comic books and I know that this is aliens mm -hmm. and they're doing this and they're going to come. They, they always plant a family in the neighborhood um, before they come Head. take over yeah. the world or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then all the neighbors start turning on each other and, mm -hmm. and the one guy's lights come on and his car comes on and by itself. And so they're like, and it's very you know, running at him with yep, everybody right away is like, well, what about your stuff? <gasps> mm -hmm. Wait, you're the person. Now, hold on a second. And then they're all like, and then each person has a thing. The one guy's like, your wife told us you're making some kind of radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what's happening? They really do. They all instantly, every person has something about, but what about this guy? But what about this guy? And it was crazy. Mm -hmm. I know. And these are your neighbors. If it weren't for this man, you'd be standing here dead. Yeah. <laughs> And Max, um, I mean, not Max, Charlie, <laughs> he panics so much that he shoots somebody that he can't. Yes. Yeah. So once the, the guy, the neighbor, who's just an old guy who's working with power tools outside, he goes to Floral Street and then he comes back to tell them that yeah. Floral Street lights are on basically. And, uh, Max Kellerman from Dirty Dancing shoots him. Yeah, from, from down the street, they're all staring at somebody walking towards them. And he's like, I'm not going to let him just walk over here into us. Can't see him, doesn't know, shoots him with a shotgun. They all run over. It's the neighbor. Yeah. He's dead. You shot him dead. Cool. But then they threw rocks at Charlie, a.k.a. Max. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so everyone starts throwing rocks. And then we pull back and see that it's aliens. Mm -hmm. who are like up on a cliff outside their spaceship and they're just messing with the people and, and they're, they're like, we'll do this in every neighborhood. yep they're all this is what you do and see watch <laughs> look at all those fools down there they're all just running around like crazy and they're like yep you set it into motion and then it just happens and then they turn on each other and let's go to the next place and do it again <laughs> yeah they said they were going to do that in every neighborhood. And I was like, you only did it on like two blocks of Maple Street. How long is it going to take you to take over the world this way? It's not exactly. a good plan. Yeah. I would love to see this redone today, but just using the neighborhood app on my phone. <laughs> oh my God. Because that's so true. So it's true. like how my neighbors are on the app. And they're always like, did you hear a boom? I heard a boom. Somebody was checking our, all of our unlocked cars. Okay, tangent. One of my neighbors posted the other day that a gun was stolen out of their unlocked car in their driveway. <laughs> I was like, oh are God. you serious or are you setting up a murder? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> my oh, God. my God. We should do it. <laughs> start planting uh, seeds on the next door neighbor app and be like, let's mess with people. Right. The Johnsons are aliens. <laughs> That's awesome. You should so do that. So yeah, Crazy. this one had really, I mean, it was just more of like a, um, it's like bizarre episode. It, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it was, I guess, scary that they could all turn on themselves and the fact that they, at first they thought everybody was an alien, but um, yeah, it's super like. It's psychological. Kind of, it's not it's, Yeah, it was psychological for sure. It was very. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I really liked that one. Okay. And then you had another episode. 
I had another episode that, uh, so this is where I, because I just vaguely remember part of a movie when doing the same thing, but this one was Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. And Mm -hmm. this one, basically the premise of this one is um, Captain Kirk, I mean, (laughs) William Shatner is super young William Shatner. Super young, because for a, a second I doubted it was him, but I'm like, oh no, that's him. Um, super young William Shatner is a man who has just recovered from having a nervous breakdown and has been released from the sanitarium. Right. And, and his wife is like, um, I, I, it's going to be okay to fly. You can fly. Right. He, he's like, I can fly. It's, it's fine. The doctor said it's fine. Like, and then apparently his exactly last breakdown was from flying. So I thought that was a little odd too. Uh, so they go to sit down and everything's fine. Well, then he sits there, he looks over and they're in the emergency exit row. There's like mm-hmm. an emergency window there. And she's like, are you going to be okay? Do we need to move? And he's like, no, I'll be fine. So I I'm like, like okay. before they sat down, he, he starts lighting up a cigarette and she's like, oh, yeah. oh no, why don't you wait until we're in the air? <laughs> why don't you wait till we take off to smoke that? And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So true. But he, is sitting there and they take off and there's bad storms outside well he looks out his window they're right over the wing looks out his window and in the distance he sees this what looks like a man possibly from far away walking on the wing of the plane Mm. and he's like oh my god and then he tells his wife to look out there and then of course there's nothing there and then he's like oh wait okay so he says something they close the shade and she's like honey just you know go to sleep We'll do whatever. And I think he looks out there another time and it's closer. And it looks like a guy in a monkey suit at first. Like you kind of see, and he's, he kind of moves like that too, like a guy in a monkey but suit. But you also have to imagine it on a small black and white TV. True, true, true. Oh, that's true. Because he did look like he was wearing a teddy bear suit. Yeah, he did. Because I had to wear a suit like that when I was in a play in sixth grade. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Um <laughs> So I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, this is bizarre. So he sees this thing a couple times and he's like, oh my God, what the hell? So he closes the shade and he is, he's trying to sleep and you can just see. So she goes to sleep next to him, his wife, and he's just like nervous. And he's like, you know, he's like got his eyes, like he's kind of opening up again. And he's thinking, I'm going to look out the window. And the whole time I'm watching this and I was like, oh God, please don't. Please don't, because I think I remember this part, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be right there, and I don't know if I can watch. <laughs> I'm a dork, because I'm 42, and oh, I no. can't watch scary I don't things. look out dark windows. No, no. I was like, oh, my God. So he pulls the curtain back, and this dang thing, his face is against the window, and it's creepy, creepy. I was like, so they're like saying it's a monster at first. He ends up calling it a gremlin. And I'm like, this thing's face was right there. I had to turn away for a second. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so then he like freaks out. And I think he tries to wake up the wife again and whatever. And he's, but he's the only person that ever sees it because it disappeared. And a couple of times it flies backwards off the wing when people yeah. go to, it's like it knows. It's like, whoa, okay. And so the this thing comes up and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, we know about it. So it's going to be okay. Just chill out. And, and he then knows he's placating him. He knows. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't my wife tell And he's like, oh man. So they give him like a sleeping pill and he doesn't take it because he's so scared. And he sees this thing out there because it's messing with, he's like lifting up panels and messing with like the electrical stuff. Yeah. So 
William Shatner's like, we're going to die. And so at one point, though, he's like, I guess we'll just crash. He's, I think he said that to the pilot. And he was just like, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is he goes towards the back of the plane and everybody sleeps apparently on this plane too. Mm-hmm. And he, he just gets a gun from like a sheriff who's on the plane, just takes it out of his little holster, just kind of grabs it up. Because he's sleeping. Yeah, because the sheriff guy's sleeping. He just takes it and he, and he puts it in his little coat pocket or whatever. Dude goes back to his seat. Uh, and I th- he has his wife go get him some water so she's not yeah. sitting there. He makes I sure said, to buckle himself in. Right. He's like, uh, I'm going to need some water. And yeah. I'm like, could you just go get your own water? Right. And then, he, and then he was all like, oh, I, I, my, my throat's dry, like whatever. Like, so she'd go and she's like, okay, good Lord, can I just sleep? <laughs> and so she gets up to go. He buckles his safe, his little seatbelt again, then opens the emergency hatch and gets yeah. sucked halfway out because he's still being held on by his seatbelt. And somehow manages to hold on to the gun, by the mm-hmm. way, whilst he's doing this. And, and also breathe. And breathe and scream. He is screaming holding the gun kind of over his head now and halfway out the plane while everyone inside the plane is now screaming. The monster's on the wing and he gets off like three shots dead center too. And then the monster like goes down. (laughs) And then the next thing we see is they're taking him off the plane in a straight jacket and they've landed. It just like skips to that. So he's yeah. basically like, yeah, he was. And the creepy part at the very end, they show the top of the plane and there was, the thing was lifted up. Somebody had been messing with the wings. Mm-hmm. So the monster was real. The monster was real the whole time. I know. And that creepy, I would, mm, I'm never going to look he, out. And his wife was like, time. his wife's like, it's going to be okay, Bob. And he's like, I know it is because you all don't know it yet, but I know it. Mm-hmm. I'm like all right bob and then they were all like okay <laughs> so this one was remade in the movie um with john lithgow playing the main character okay that's what I you saw. remember that mm-hmm. man i'm gonna have to watch that movie that's gonna be some good stuff. Yeah. although the other part is so creepy but um, I've, I've seen parts of the movie but i've never really sat down and watched it yeah it's nice um so I also chose, as I said, the episode that I remember from my childhood that scared yeah. me and scarred me, and I had not watched it since mm. then. As so well, I sat it down should today have. and watched it. Oh, I mean, as soon because- as you told me what one you wanted to watch, and first of all, that's one of the pictures they show if you ever Google the Twilight Zone. It's because it's one of it's. I'm assuming one of the creepiest ones there is. Yeah, I already knew I was going to be scarred. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, so this one is called The Masks, and it's about an old man who's dying, and he lives in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and um, he has lots of money, so his family, his, his daughter and his daughter's husband and their adult children come to basically make sure he's dead and claim their mm-hmm. inheritance. Yeah, they're kind of excited that he's dying. Yeah, and he has commissioned some masks for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. So his, his daughter's like a hypochondriac, and he's dying, and she gets there, and she's like, well, like, I've had some pains, and I don't feel so well. And he's like, oh, 
put a sock in it or whatever. <laughs> and then her husband is like a businessman who's super greedy. So their son played by Alan Seuss from um, laughing. laughing. He's, he's like supposedly in college, even though he looks like he's 30. Um, okay. And in the beginning, I thought he was in a wheelchair. But he, was he just in a rolly chair? Like he was he well, there was a wheelchair in the room because they go into the old man's room. Oh, that's right. Because later he just he sits in it. Okay. Oh, okay. I, and I wasn't he, paying attention. And then I thought he was in a wheelchair and then they had him stand up and then he's walking around. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What just... <laughs> I totally wasn't paying attention. To he's basically just like a layabout and he likes yeah. to torture small animals. Yeah. <laughs> and then the daughter is just vain and she can't True. stop looking in the mirrors. So the it's also very put out that she has to be there, grandpa. Yeah, she's got stuff to do. And the grandpa yeah. is like, we're all going to spend Mardi Gras wearing these masks that I commissioned from this. It's like a voodoo priestess or something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there, she's so mad about it because she's like, I could be out partying right now. And this is stupid. I th- did she even ask her grandpa if he knew of any like eligible men? I'm pretty yeah. sure she could go out. I'm pretty sure she said that. Why would your grandpa know eligible men? Right. Who's dying, by the way? Right. <laughs> yeah, he just invites guys over all the time, just random. Yeah. It's like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to sit here wearing this stupid mask. So he gives them each their mask that he says matches their personality. And, but he really tells them, oh, it's the opposite of your personality. But it really is who they are. And um, he tells them they have to wear it for a couple hours until midnight. And if they, because they're all like, no, we're not going to do that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, if you don't, then you don't get any of my inheritance. If you wear this yeah. till midnight, you get everything that I have. Mm-hmm. So it strikes midnight. They're all wearing their masks and they're freaking out. Well, and he does tell each of them the reason why they're getting their masks. Each specifically has a reason. Yeah. And I loved how it was like, it was like, <laughs> He basically told them what kind of people they are. And he goes, but so you'll have this mask because you're the exact opposite of that. But when he described the mask, like to the granddaughter, this is so vain and only cares about appearance. And clearly that's not you. So here's your mask. And it was each of them. And they were all, you could just tell they were so like disturbed, of course. And then agreed though, to put these hideous masks on. They're hideous. Yeah. And they're, the daughter's freaking out because they're all like, I can't breathe and I feel awful and it's horrible. And I was just sitting there going, oh my God, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And it strikes midnight and the, uh, the old man is like, okay, you're all very rich now. You've all and got he has your a hair. skull mask. His mask yeah. is like a skull, which is creepy. Creepy skull. Yeah. And he dies mm-hmm. and they all are so happy mm-hmm. and they're like yay he's dead finally we get all of his money and whatever and they go take off their masks and this is the part when i was a kid i must have been like three years old or mm-hmm. something because i was so impressionable that i thought that could really happen <laughs> right <laughs> i was like no doubt are you serious? You wear a mask for a couple hours and then you look like that mask? Mm-hmm. Freaked me out. That's why I never watched it again. Man, they so took they those masks. The first, who took his off first? The, the husband, the right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he takes it off and he's facing away from us, the camera, or, you know, the audience. 
and they all lose their minds and he's like what and he goes to the mirror and he's Uh his face is now shaped just like the mask and it happens to all of them and i had it in my head so maybe i'd seen part of this before or i hadn't i thought they couldn't get the masks off after wearing i thought that was what was going to happen and this is actually worse i think right well, I don't know, because you couldn't see their mouths when they were talking, which was very creepy also with the masks on. But this this was like so... You're right, when they all took them off and then they looked all... Bleh, I was like, but oh. the old man takes off his mask and... Or he doesn't take it off. The butler right. takes it off. And yep. he's still him. And he still looks like himself. Yeah, it only worked on these greedy people. Mm-hmm. And that just terrified me. Oh my God. So the old man is played by actor Robert Keith. He was in a lot of movies. He was in yeah. like Guys and Dolls and My Man Godfrey. He, his third wife was Peg Entwistle. Do you know who that is? Oh, not by she name. She famously jumped to her death from the Hollywoodland sign two years after their divorce. Oh, my she's, goodness. She's the actress who was famous for jumping off the Hollywood sign. Oh, didn't know that. Crazy. I didn't know that either. I learned that today. Um also, his son is actor Brian Keith, who was in the Parent Trap movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the original one with mm-hmm. Haley Mills. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his son. I did not know that. Because he was super familiar course, to me, but I couldn't tell why. Like, so you're right. Yeah, he's, a ton of things I've seen, but. Right. He's another one of those actors that's in a lot of stuff. And I love how the black and white makes everything so much creepier. Because totally. anything I saw in my childhood in black and white was yeah. great. Everything, and I swear, like to this day, I can remember dreams that I had in black and white when I was little, probably because we watched so much creepy black and white stuff when I was little. Uh-huh. And that's, you're right, this was totally just, yeah. Even the one we talked about on, the, on Maple Street, that one, you know, wasn't overly scary, just like you said, psychological, but the fact that it's in black and white, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I watched so much scary stuff in black and white, so maybe that just like, pre makes my brain think oh this is going to be scary (laughs) yeah that's true and this one even the masks wasn't that scary it wasn't scary until you got to the end of it and then yeah and the girl's mask the pig mask was the worst oh for sure you know what i was a little disappointed that the mom didn't seem to her face looked a little too normal for my liking i was like (laughs) yeah you got some yeah. damage there, but it almost just looks like you're older. Yeah, you just need some <laughs> concealer. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> you don't have the pig face or the, the really creepy, you know. Was right, like, right. And nobody had eyebrows. No, oh my God, it was so. so that was hard. <laughs> oh my God, that was, yeah, but that's super creepy. So yeah, oh my gosh, I, I may have to watch some additional Twilight Zone just for fun. Be fun. Yeah, I, I, think we should, I think we should do more Twilight Zones in the future. Yeah, people should, um, y'all, y'all out there should, like, tell us what, which ones are super scarier that harmed you as a child, because we apparently have a lot of those, <laughs> and um, tell us which ones. But, yeah, we might just keep doing random episodes where we can, because mm-hmm. it definitely is definitely tell us, so. definitely tell us which Twilight Zone episodes you want us to do, because I know we have a lot of listeners who have told us that they love the Twilight Zone, mm. and you know, we want to do it justice. So we want to do a couple episodes here now. Yeah. Both show. All right. You got anything else to say about the Twilight Zone? 
I don't think so. Although it's like, it's, it's, it's my, I guess it would be my kind of uh, scary that I can do now. I don't do scary anymore. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like to be scared. And I, don't, and I watched these first thing in the morning because I was worried. <laughs> I thought, hold that, even though we're talking about it and it's kind of late at night. So, um, no, I still was, might have nightmares about the masks. Uh, yeah, me too. And so I'm a little like, okay, but yeah, it was, I think I can, I don't know though. Once we get into the eighties with that movie that we should watch too. Um, that one seems like it's going to get me a little bit more, but I don't like to watch scary, but this was very much like I can do it because it's just super creepy. And yeah, I think if you're a kid, it's way scarier. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, yeah, we watched these as kids, unfortunately. So <laughs> kinda, I thought that was okay. Okay, well, um, we should then wrap up this episode. And if you want to tell us what you want to watch, then you can um, let us know on any of our social media sites like Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And we will put it into our hat, which we have not drawn from. Did you want to draw from the hat? Because we can if you want to. We can draw from the hat if you want I mean, to. And I, I say we meaning you. Right, because I have it. And I know that we have, we've got some episodes already lined up, so it won't be next episode, but whatever we draw, uh, we can do. Hold on, let me get the hat. Let's do it, because uh, I definitely need a suggestion, because like you said, we have a few things lined up, but it's always good to see things that we probably didn't think of also. Yeah. So and the hat is a bucket right now, so just oh, so you know, because I was actually wearing. The, Were you well, wearing your hat? I just I found a picture it. of me in the hat on my phone. I just got a new phone recently. So I was going through photos oh. and I found a picture of me in the, in the draw hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. All right. Do you see me drawing? I this do. Legit. It's legit. I didn't hear the papers though. Russell, Russell. Oh, sorry. Okay. I hear it. Okay. Got it. okay. <laughs> what is this? I've never drawn from the hat before. You have. I always get to. It's mash. Oh my gosh. I'm actually really excited for that one. You know, I don't think I've ever in my life seen an episode of MASH. Oh, like, I, I, like I can, I have, you know, people have talked about MASH over time and I know a little bit about how it ends because that's like a famous thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited too, actually. I, oh my God, I do. I, I'm, gonna, I'm really, I'm excited. I really got into MASH in high school because it was on in reruns and I got really into it. So, Interesting. um, I don't remember a whole lot of episodes, but I'm really excited to watch it. Very. Because cool. I also had a lot of misconceptions about MASH until I watched it in high school. Because we watched it when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't even realize. I don't think we... I, I, maybe my parents did watch it. I don't know. If, if they did, I would be surprised because we didn't watch it that I know of. And mm -hmm. I feel like I thought it was going to... I'm like, oh, is that a military show? I don't know what that is. Like, I, you know, <laughs> put on me funny yeah. or anything like that so interesting okay cool i'm excited Yay. all right well i'll see you next time when we talk about something else on television <laughs> which That's is what we do our job it's our job we watch and we're gonna start watching mash and yes. we'll come back after we've had time to watch a lot of it a lot of mash yes so Cool. Well, we'll wrap up. Uh, wrap up the Twilight Zone. Wrap it up. Cheers. Cheers.
Clink. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.